Hello, everyone. I am Luke Reinhardt. Welcome to Closing the Gap, a podcast dedicated to your growth. Brought to you by Wellspring Coaching Services and hosted by myself and my wife, Katie. You know, people have gaps that prevent them from growing. Our goal is to empower you to close those gaps by increasing your awareness, confidence, and clarity. Join us today as we help you close the gap between where you are and where you want to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show today, season one, episode 12. Thank you for joining us. Is it episode 12? It is episode 12. Wow. Yeah. And today we're going to be talking about the value of story. Yes. Stories. Stories are so important (laughs) and so valuable. Why? Am I supposed to kick? I'm going to keep going. <laughs> no, this was my idea to do. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I wanted to do the podcast on story because I think it comes up. It came up actually in a coaching session a little bit. And I, I, I really thought a lot about how important story is in our life. And um, it's not just it's not just our culture. It's not just our time period. Story and storytelling is an art that's been carried on throughout history, uh, throughout every culture in the world. It's often a really important part of how education is brought to a different culture, um, to each individual culture, and how uh, legacy is carried through a culture. Um, I must say I'm one of the worst storytellers in the world. Well, it's me just, too. It's just not yeah. one of my strong points is <laughs> telling a story or a joke or anything. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not very talented at that. But I do, underst- I do understand the value. Like yeah. I, I really understand the value, and it's something that I actually would like to get a lot better at. Well, true. Maybe the art of telling a story. I mean, in, within a, a culture, the, there was throughout history there's storytellers in the culture and mm-hmm. they kind of they're the secret holders they're the keepers of all the secrets they're the ones who transmit and pass on the important pieces of every culture right mm-hmm. and so you know i think about my grandparents telling stories of parts of their life and things that they experienced and how you know my cousins and i would just sort of hang on to that we would listen and we wanted to know every detail and how if they just wanted to give us a list of do's and don'ts we're probably not going to tune in as much, right? Mm -hmm. We don't want just a list of how to live or what to do, but I want to know why. Why is that important? And I think story really allows you the opportunity to expand. I mean, there's so many things I want to say about this, but I'm just trying to go through. I'm just starting somewhere. But but yeah, it it allows you um, an opportunity to kind of to live into a particular scenario that you don't actually physically have to live into right? in order to experience. Mm-hmm. So we read a lot of well, books with our kids. Go ahead. Even when somebody is at home on the couch watching a football game or yeah. a sport, they're often trying to like put themselves into a story in a sense, yeah. right? Like They're living through the drama of that, yeah. that sport, whatever's happening. The, it's exciting right. or it's, it's disappointing or it's, you know... Something got called wrong and, you know, we're living in that moment. Yeah. yeah. It's true. It's true. I mean, number one, like film industry, right, is it's basically storytelling and it's multi-billion dollar industry easily. I don't know what the statistics are in that, but but why? Because we love a good story. We love hearing stories. We love to be part of stories, but but we often find safety in hearing a story, but, but sitting a little bit back from it, right? 
And one of the things I found with story to be true is that um, you can access parts of yourself through watching story or reading story or hearing story that you might not be able to access quite so easily. Mm-hmm. In other words, I might sit down to a movie and we're wa- you know, we watch family movies on Friday night together and we might be watching something and all of a sudden I'm just running to the bathroom because I'm like crying over you know, this part that, yes, is sad, but it's not that sad. And and I'm just, mom's crying. They're, oh, there goes mom. You know, I'm getting <laughs> tissues or whatever. But I'm realizing, oh, my goodness, there's a grief in me that needs to be expressed that somehow I did not get expressed. And it's coming out through watching this film that is fictional. I understand it's <laughs> fictional. But it's just coming out that way, right? And, and I'm empathizing with the characters usually and all that kind of stuff. But one of the benefits we've seen with story at home is that we will read books with our children. Uh, we do homeschool, but but parents do this whether you're homeschooling or whether you're you know their kids are in public or private school or whatever. Um, but you read stories, and it's like it's like okay, this is cool because we can read a story about something that we hope maybe never happens to our children, um, but that they can then empathize with and learn from without actually experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And that's a powerful thing. When I hear stories, some of them fall into the category of like cautionary tale. Like, I don't want that situation to happen to me. So I didn't have to live through that, that trauma of the story I just heard, but I can take the lessons from it, mm-hmm. right? So again, back to culturally, the storytellers, they, they, they bring moral lessons to the community through storytelling, right? They bring cautions. They share these are the do's and don'ts, but they do it in a form that we all resonate with. And yeah. I, I think most people remember a story more than they remember a fact. I know some of you probably are fact keepers. You know, you can really cling on to that, especially if it's in an area you're really interested in. But by and large, we tend to enjoy stories more and therefore we tend to hold them in our heart a little bit more deeply. So, yeah. yeah. And sometimes this story, you know, it might be something that we're just, we don't, aren't involved in at all. Not at all. And we can yeah. kind of experience it somewhat through the story and Mm -hmm. then other times it's something that we are going through in life and then we can see it kind of being unfolded on a movie screen or in a book and but we kind of in the movie we see like the beginning and then the end you know of the story and sometimes we need that so that we can pull through on our own yes we get that encouragement encouragement or inspiration through other characters, through their heroism or whatever it may be. Right. Uh, we can also gather and um, gather strength and sometimes be inspired to, do, so to do greater things by It's story. so true. In fact, we're in the process of adopting and I have been like s- paying attention to all of the great adoption stories, like all the movies that are popular. There's lots of classic stories. I mean, the list goes on and on, but there's so many great classics that deal with adoption on some level or orphans and so um you know i've kind of made it my mission to sort of watch as many of these as possible Um, even stories like the jungle book you know things like that where you just kind of people who have been transported from from their natural um culture into Mm -hmm. a different culture or as we're pursuing international adoption so that's important but also just like what is it like to not have have intact family and and to be you know change families and what how does that feel and and you guys it's everywhere like adoption stories are everywhere it's pretty fascinating when you start looking it's like wow i I didn't think about it that way but um 
yeah so so just being able to then look at at that process like particularly i'm trying to look at it through the eyes of the child Mm -hmm. too and look at it through the eyes of the siblings and look at it through the eyes of the external um family so that way i can kind of take take whatever situation it is in this case i'm using the example of adoption but it could be anything and you can almost circumspect around it when you're in story and and oftentimes film will do this they'll show you that same scenario from the from the vantage point of multiple different characters Mm -hmm. and then you're like oh wow Maybe I see this a little differently than I did before. Or I at least understand that other people have a different view of this. And when we're in the story, like you were saying, sometimes you don't have that perspective. You just, you lose it. Mm-hmm. You, you can't. We can't always see outside of ourselves. That's, it is a very, very tough thing to do. But story gives us that ability um, to do that. So I think that's one of the really important parts of story. Yeah. Totally. And... Um... I know, you know, being married to you, that you, you know, you use story a lot in your conversation. Oh my really. gosh, like, yeah. Um, I, you know, you could be making a run to Staples, <laughs> you know, and I say, how'd it go? And then you got this big story, right? <laughs> and, you know, very detailed story, you know, yeah. and. Um, it's always an adventure. Everything's an adventure. <laughs> it is. Uh, and you're much, like I said, you're much better at doing that than I am. I'm not, I'm not, you know, you asked me how my run to Staples was like, it was good. <laughs> and there could have been something very dramatic that happened, yeah. you know? <laughs> you leave out all the juicy parts. <laughs> but, um... You're right. I am more tuned into story. I must just really resonate. Yeah, I think, for like, me. for me, like, you like to get into all the details and all right. that. And even, even when I'm reading, um... Because, I mean, you have stories that are obviously fictional and non-fictional, mm-hmm. and I think they both can serve the same purpose. Sure. Um, but all in all, when I'm reading, I tend to lean more towards, you know, um, true stories or yes, and or just even factual things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of like it to get to the point, you know yeah. what I mean, to the, just, just get right to the nitty gritty, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, which actually kind of brings me to, you know... Um, the parables of Jesus because um, that's one of the things I really like about the parables is it's, it's a short story that gets right to the point to the lesson. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a story that teaches a life lesson Yeah, and it Mm -hmm. just, it's kind of like, you know, straight to the point, but it's very powerful. It's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and Jesus and, and scripture often just, he takes something that the, the audience he's speaking to would understand. Yeah, so if totally it's like relates. vine dressing, farming, yeah. you know, parenting like the prodigal son, things like that, where it's like, you know, he he's using stuff that as many people as possible can relate to or at least understand. Um, and that's true. So one of the points, too, about story is that um, stories really have a way of connecting us, too. Mm-hmm. Like they connect us one to another. We love a good story. Like when you watch a, um, a film and it has, um, I'm thinking of sports films, like Rudy, something like that, where it's like the underdog and he mm-hmm. pushes, he perseveres yeah, through. I mean, we just love that. We want to like stand up and cheer at the end of this, right? Because it's like, wow, this was so cool. This was so exciting. And like we all want that story, right? And, and we live in... We live in a story. We live in history, right? Mm-hmm. Right? There's like a play on words, but 
We are living in a story, in a narrative right now. And that's important. That's Mm -hmm. one piece. It's important to consider what the narrative is, right? So what story are we living in? And then also, one of the things... Well, I was going to say with that that? real quick, too. You have, like, we all have a story. Mm -hmm. Like, somebody could have witnessed their whole life and tell the story. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, maybe the actual story, you know? But then we also tell ourselves stories exactly and sometimes they're they're not good stories exactly you know, like we're telling yeah. ourselves this is the story this is the life i live in this is my story right and um sometimes it's a false story right yeah it's a self-defeating story yeah and um this is this comes up this has come up in the past in coaching i've seen it for sure um where someone you sort of identify what the story is and we do that work in the coaching like what story are you telling right now are you the hero are you the victim you know hero heroine are you the victim are you are you a um what do you call it like a an not an assistant but like are you the main leading role of your Mm -hmm. own story are you playing like a secondary cast member like what's happening here? Yeah. Are you telling yourself that you're not capable? Like what is what's going on? And a lot of this speaks to self-talk, which mm-hmm. you're, you know, or self-coaching and 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 you're really um you've kind of got a lot more you can say about that. But it's really it becomes super important to identify not only the larger narrative that you're you're in, but also what story am I telling myself right now? And, and that can be difficult. And I think sometimes it's helpful to talk it out or journal it out with people around you. Um, and, and what you'll find is that y- the story that you're telling yourself is not always the story that others would tell about you, nor may it be super accurate. Right. That depends probably on your level of self-awareness. And the more you become self-aware, the more accurate your story becomes. Mm-hmm. And it really does require asking and being curious. This goes back to our other podcast about curious, curiosity and compassion and the value of those. But um, stories can build curiosity too. Mm-hmm. Like, hmm, what is really going on here? What's really the motive? Like, we love yeah. great crime dramas and things like that because we want to know what in the world is really mm-hmm. going on in this story. Who is the villain? Who is the victim? And we kind of dig into that. And a lot of times we could get caught. We, could, You know, there's, there's marriages that have ended over a story that's being lived in that may not actually right. be true. Yeah. There's um, relationships of all kinds that have hit, ma- taken major hits because they're, people are functioning under a certain story that's just not true. Yeah. Like I'm the unloved child in this family. Right. I'm the underloved child or I'm, I'm, I'm the, um, the, the favorite in, in this corporation. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, there, and then other people are reacting to that. And you right. see that. I can think of lots of stories where just depending on your posture and the posture connects to the narrative you're speaking into, um, you can create feelings in others because you're sharing openly mm-hmm. that story. Like if I'm feeling down, a lot of times I'm walking around in a down position, yeah. right? The story I'm telling is I'm not worthy. I'm not worth. I'm, I'm worthless. I have no value, these kinds of things. But as I, I start to tell myself a different story, my whole body changes, right? My whole mindset changes. And you can see this. We experience it too 
um, with our other business, with martial arts business, where we see athletes and we work with professional athletes too, you can see their trajectory of their career sometimes is linked to the story of what, how, what they're telling themselves yeah. about how they performed. Occasionally, the, they'll be very down on themselves for a performance that they that's really doesn't serve them and it can affect the next performance and the mm -hmm. next and the next. Um, as you know, in, in college, I did a little bit of sports psychology training, but it's very important what stories you're telling. And then as coaches, um, in the sports realm or el elsewhere, trying to help people create the right story. Yeah. And it's that, that creation is more of a real, it's more of a discovery. Yeah. Right. Like we're, we're guiding them, in discovering their real story. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. I'm thinking with, with athletes, it's kind of interesting because when you tell a story to yourself about something, um, you might get a certain result, mm -hmm. right? Skill level won't change to the next event. Yeah. But if the story changes, the performance can be dramatic, dramatically yeah. different, yeah. right? So if there's a defeatist attitude or story, then going into that next event, granted, you've got the same human being, the same skill set, the same everything, but the story changed, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You see this a lot in um, in the sport of golf and a lot of movies that deal with, with the mindset as you go into that mm -hmm. sport and what you're thinking and the visualization and all that. And that's because we so resonate with story and we live in it that we can be very self-defeating or we can actually help, um, you know, I'm thinking like David and Goliath kind of deal, you know, he just used, David used the skill he knew, which was protecting the sheep with his, his slingshot mm -hmm. and his stone and just stepped up to the plate. What's the big deal? This guy isn't as big as a bear. He's the same size. There's no different. He wasn't um, scared. Yeah. Right. And I mean, so, or if he was seemingly, seemingly <laughs> yeah. I mean, even if he was scared, it wasn't any more scary than what he was used to in the yeah. sense like, well, I'm just going to do the best I always do kind of thing. And he steps up to that. Um, we don't know what he was thinking. Exactly. <laughs> I create my own story around that, but no, yeah, it's, it's really, um, it's really just a powerful process to be aware of in your life. And some people will, I notice, avoid fiction. They only want to stick to nonfiction. And I think that that sometimes can, can hurt you. Yeah. You know, I think being in yeah. fiction and, and sort of um, just allowing that into your life a little bit in whatever form is so helpful because, again, you can connect to parts of yourself that you might not have been fully able to connect to. You can actually see others. You know, you can actually feel, um, you can feel a sense of camaraderie with characters too. Um, so you understand, oh man, I'm not the only one going through this. There's other people <laughs> going through this. Yeah, I might not know someone in my actual immediate circle of friends or family, but yeah. there's another character out there that's doing that. And this is how they handled it. And this is how they successfully or unsuccessfully handled it. And so you learn from that always. Well, we function from story... <laughs> so much that like um there's a company out there called story brand and mm -hmm. it's a marketing company mm -hmm. and i follow i follow them extensively and i'm part of you know take their courses and things like that mm -hmm. nothing i'm certified in or anything but i've i've learned a lot yeah about it and i i try to use that in both of our businesses yeah and um they basically take all the elements of story. Yeah. Say so these are like the seven main things of a, a good, story. good story. 
and this is what your business, uh, this is what your website needs to look like based on these these elements, right? Yeah. And what you're doing as a business owner is inviting people into a story. Mm-hmm. And once you've kind of invited people into a story, um, you're capturing their attention in a whole different way than just saying, hey, we offer this, this, and that. Yeah. You know, you're actually inviting them into a much bigger picture of what whatever it is your offer is mm-hmm. or whatever you're offering them. Mm-hmm. It's not the products. It's it's what it's going to do for their life. Right. Right. And that right. creates a story. You're going to read something. And mm-hmm. Yeah. And even within a company's mission statement, yes. um, it's kind of inviting into yep. a story. But yep. if you have, um, if you don't have a business, you can even do this for your personal life. You can have a mission statement, mm-hmm. and that mission statement is kind of like a short story mm-hmm. um, about your purpose. And you know, um, so I'll just read ours for Wellspring Coaching Services. Mm-hmm. It says, um, at our core, we all desire to maximize our potential and live life abundantly. However, most people struggle to reach their goals or to make the changes needed to thrive. Our coaching services will help you develop awareness, build confidence, and gain clarity so that you can maximize your potential, realize your goals, and live life to the full. Right? That's our mission mm-hmm. statement. And yeah. that's that's a short little short story right. about, you know, what your life can be like mm-hmm. um, and how, how we can help through coaching services. Mm-hmm. Um, realize and maximize your goals uh, and live life abundantly but i think you know it says at the core we all desire to maximize our potential and live life abundantly i believe a lot of people can relate to that you know why not right right and now we get into the struggle um however most people struggle to reach their goals or make the changes needed to thrive you know so we all desire this. We all struggle here. Right. And we call those the obstacles or the stuckness. Yeah. We have different words for that. And then there's an answer. You know, our, yeah. our coaching services uh, can help you develop uh, yeah. the awareness and build confidence we and hope. gain clarity. <laughs> we believe. We've seen it happen and it's it's a pretty amazing process. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And we can get in maybe in another po- podcast, maybe next time, talking about um, the variance in different types of story. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So there are different types of story and ways to use story wrongly, too. Um, so we can get into that more. Yeah. Well, I guess to leave for today, right, we want to ask them a question of... Yeah, what story are you telling yourself? Yeah, what story are you living in? Pay, you know, mm-hmm. Think about that a little bit and maybe even just start thinking about a personal mission statement. Mm-hmm. We can talk more about that mm-hmm. in the upcoming podcast mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. and maybe guide you through that a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're all telling ourselves a story so what story are you telling yourself yeah all right guys thanks for joining us today once Mm -hmm. again guys hopefully you're gaining from this material um take it as you want to uh, and use it to get yourself from where you are to where where you you want to be